0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Writing can be lonely. A blog post written and narrated by Robert Fairhead from the Tall and True Writer's Website. Writing can be lonely, especially if you're living on your own, in a cold, cramped flat, in another country, far away from family and friends. So when I lived in Brighton, England, in the early 1990s, I volunteered to work one afternoon a week at the local Oxfam op shop. I needed to get away from my writing desk, get out of my flat, and meet and mingle with people. I had seen the old woman in the shop a few times. She'd forage around among the knick-knacks on the shelves for an hour or so, and then walk slowly, almost reluctantly, to the counter to buy a single teaspoon. One day she walked straight to the cash register and asked for help to find a frame for a photo of one of her grandchildren. She placed an 8 by 10 inch portrait print on the counter and carefully unwrapped the paper protecting it. The photo revealed her grandchild as a stocky 20-something bloke with a bronze tan face and a bushy handlebar moustache. "'My grandson looks just like his grandfather did,' the grandmother confided. "'He works at a coal mine in Australia and flies there from Perth,' she went on. "'He works long hours and earns lots of money, "'and he owns a Harley Davidson and a big Valiant. "'That's an Australian car, you know.' I nodded as the grandmother disclosed the details of her grandson's life. Without admitting that, like his Valiant, I was an Australian. We'd never spoken much before.' other than our usual cash register patter. "'How much is this teaspoon?' she'd ask. Fifty pence,' I'd reply. "'But I've only got twenty pence with me today,' she'd say with a sigh. "'That's okay,' I'd say, and top up her twenty pence with thirty from my pocket. It was quiet in the shop that afternoon, so I came out from behind the counter to help her find a photo frame. As we looked, the grandmother continued to talk. Her only son, who lived nearby— had recently married his ex-wife's sister, and his ex-wife and their children had moved to Australia to escape the unpleasant family situation. The grandmother dearly missed her grandchildren, but at 83 years of age, she felt the 24-hour flight to Perth would be too much for her, and she wasn't sure how her former daughter-in-law would receive her. To compound the grandmother's sorrow, her new daughter-in-law's children were yobs. They lounge about in shorts that leave nothing to the imagination. In contrast, she spoke warmly of her distant grandchildren. There's my grandson who works at the coal mine, and another one who restores antiques, and... We found a frame for her coal miner grandson's photo and walked back to the cash register. Did I tell you my name is Zita? She asked. I shook my head. But my grandchildren call me Grandma Zit. The old woman, the grandmother, Grandma Zit said she hoped her grandchildren would visit her soon. At 83... She said with another sigh. It's best not to plan too much into the future. I put a grandson's photo in the frame and rang up the sale on the cash register. It cost three pounds. Grandma Zeet only had one pound in her purse, so I topped it up with two pounds from my pocket. She thanked me and left the shop. And I never saw her again. As I said, writing can be lonely, especially if you're on your own, far away from family and friends. That's why I volunteered to work at the Brighton Fan shop, to meet and mingle with people. It turned out others felt as lonely as I did too, and we shared and eased our loneliness on afternoons in the op shop. Hi, I'm Robert Fairhead from Tall and True Short Reads and the Tall and True Writer's website. I recorded my conversation with Grandma Zeet on a single sheet of A4 paper after my afternoon shift at the Brighton Fan shop in 1992. When I unearthed the notes in 2018, filed away with other ideas and scraps of writing from that period, I thought of crafting our op shop exchange into a short story. But as I typed up the words, I realised the piece on shared loneliness shaped nicely as a blog post. And so I wrote and published Writing Can Be Lonely on the Tall and True Writer's website in April 2018. The funny thing is, back in 1992, I hadn't heard of the internet or websites let alone blog posts. Thanks for listening to Writing Can Be Lonely. You can read all my blog posts, short stories and other writing at tallandtrue.com. You can also buy my short story collections from the Amazon, Kindle and Kobo online bookstores. Links are available in the show notes. Keep an eye on your podcast feed for the next episode of Tall and True Short Reads, and don't forget to check your favourite app or the podcast website tallandtrueshortreads.com for earlier episodes from Seasons 1 and 2. And please follow or subscribe to the podcast and rate and review it on your app. Doing so helps me share my writing with other listeners. Finally, please support this podcast by telling your family and friends about Tall and True Shortreads and the Tall and True Writer's Website. Dedication I dedicate this episode to my dear friends from Brighton, Terry and Jackie. Life was less lonely, chatting and sharing a laugh with you guys and our fellow Maxim Muckers over a few pints before the last order's bell in a warm English pub.